Welcome to the Affiliate Interview Series by StatsDrone. Our next guest is Oliver Mitchell, who's a Senior Business Development at iConvert, and he talks about one of my favorite topics, conversion rate optimization. Let's get to it. Hello, and welcome back to the Affiliate Interview Series. I'm here with the special guest, uh, Oliver Mitchell from iConvert, and I love what iConvert does because I'm very passionate about conversion rate optimization. So rather than me uh, tell you about what Oliver does and what iConvert does, I'd like to pass the um, pass it on to you to kind of tell us what you do and especially what iConvert does. Perfect. Yeah. Hi everyone. Yes, like like John introduced, I'm Oliver from, from iConvert. iConvert. In in a nutshell, we we help operators increase their registrations and deposits through the use of enabling them access to our platform, our software. Um, the difference is we don't drive any traffic to a site, which is something, it seems like a strange concept in this industry. We work purely with the existing traffic. So we engage with players, either pre-reg or post-reg on site, show them a particular campaign, be that a behavioral overlay, a gamification piece, a kind of key points in that user journey, which will either give them the, the little push that they need to register and convert or help retain them as a player. Okay. Now, is the conversion work you do, is it more on the face value of the of an operator site, like their website, or is it more behind the scenes or a bit of both? Yeah, it's, it's pretty, yeah, primarily it will, will be face value. So we will work, we'll have a look at the site, we'll, we'll, we'll give the site a bit of a critique, see where they're going wrong. So this can be tiny things that we see, like the call to action not being strong enough, or them having an offer without having a call to action, being able to click that. One of our clients were highlighting their like welcome bonus, and there was a there was a gentleman on their phone. What we found by using like our heat mapping software was that lots of people were clicking on this image, which they thought would take them to that bonus, so they could kind of register and deposit. It, it didn't take them anywhere. It was a static image, and from the back of this, we seen that they were just dropping off the site. We're like, right, I can't interact with that. Not to be rude, but we we know the general public are so impatient and if they can't get what they want when they want it they'll just look elsewhere so then we were like right what you need to do is incorporate some sort of cta in this image and from doing that i think we've seen like a, a 19 percent increase in their click threads just from that tiny tiny change yeah that makes sense so i'm going to make an assumption that i mean you could probably look at a website whether it's an affiliate or an operator and pretty much know like how good or how bad they are at converting Pretty much, yeah. I think reg to FTD, we can see kind of straight away. I think the industry average of, of click to reg is, is around about 6%. So most operators, because we, with it being quite a healthy conversion rate, and um, if you look at e-commerce, it's a conversion rate of 2%. Because they are at that kind of high conversion rate, most operators are like, well, I'm doing well. I don't really, I don't need to be doing better. I'm happy with what I've got. So we'd say each operator will probably fall either a little bit lower than this or a little bit higher obviously depending on geo, depending on traffic sources, but we'd say average and average will be about 6%. And that'll be just industry average unless they are actively looking at engaging with these people leaving the site. That's interesting. So um, what would you say is like some kind of, a, like how big of a performance jump do you see when you work with a client and how fast are you able to see those changes? So I think typically we see a 19% increase in click to sign up and a 9% increase in, in register FTD. We'll see them almost instantly because we're working with this traffic, which no one's doing anything about. Um, it's people who are actively looking at leaving the site pre-registration. Once we get these campaigns up and running, we'll already start to see some kind of registrations pull through. Okay. And what is your, your thoughts or opinion on, okay, we know the operators over here. We know there's millions of affiliate sites over here. 
um, maybe your estimation of both sides of the business, what percent would you say are actually active in conversion rate optimization? I actually understand this rather than people that not only don't understand it, but don't do anything about it. I think it's really low. I'd say maybe one to two percent of operators that I've spoke to have ever really actively been like, wow. yes, we have a CRO team in house. We focus on this more often than not. It's very much just we've got seven affiliate managers. They'll drive traffic. That's where we get our FTDs from. No one's ever been like, yeah. Sometimes you will get the odd one where they're like, this is actually something that we're looking at hiring internally. We've got the member of team here. They're going to be doing CRO. But I think since I started iConvert a year ago, I've spoke to one operator who does that. Uh, I'm actually shocked because I assume that, you know, what I could do is like I could look on an operator's website and go, okay, what kind of technology are they using? And, you know, some that I think are advanced, you know, they will have, maybe some heat mapping software or some A-B mm -hmm. split testing, but yeah. I assumed it would be no more than 10%. And that would be the upper echelon of the, the industry itself where mm -hmm. you know they have very large business intelligence uh, departments where my assumption is if they got a BI department, then this is something they're going to do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think most of a heat map, I don't know how many of them are actively looking at that. I think it's one of them things where it's like, right, we've got our casino, let's get set up with the likes of Hotjar. Let's see what we can get off. They'll focus on it for a little bit. And then they don't have the time. And I think that's kind of where people like, obviously, myself and you can come in and you can be like, right, yeah, we can help you with that. You don't need to do it internally. You haven't got the time. You haven't got the resource there. Outsource it. It's a lot easier. We'll look after it. Yeah. And what do you think about, like, I know I've seen some softwares that do this AI heat mapping for you, where mm. my personal opinion in, in testing some of it is it looks accurate, but I think nothing always beats real data. But I'm going to make an assumption that over time, like once you get a lot of the, this case study data in, maybe there's a new future of being able to detect, you know, um, what a landing page would hypothetically do without even actually measuring the data. Yeah, without having to actually launch it live, you could just place it into this. Like, is it So is it like an AI where it will just act like a player or act like a, say, a demographic of players? Yeah, it, it just kind of takes the website and it says, okay, based on the contrast and what it's studied in the past, it'll come mm -hmm. up with prediction models of what they think would be. And I think those prediction models, in my opinion, can only get better with time. And the only way that it gets better with time is with either real data or with actual, like, you know, having it, yeah. having it access to actual websites where you can actually watch the user in real time and go, mm -hmm. okay, this is what they did. Now, why did they do that? Can we decompose an actual landing page, whether it's a desktop or a mobile app and go, what are they clicking on or not clicking on and why? Yeah, no, I think that sounds, it sounds amazing. I think, like you said, there is always that, for like real data, I think AI can do so much, but if it's taking it from a safe pool where people act like this, you do have those general outliers. You are going to have people where potentially have not picked up on these little quirks that we have as people. So I think, yeah, it should be used, but I think always in conjunction with having someone there to be like, yeah, we need real data. We can use it with the AI data. We can be preemptive about it. But when it comes to testing, I think you always need to test it with the general public as you, you know, it's, you get some incredibly unexpected results when it comes to the general public. Let's, we don't have to name drop any uh, historical events, but there's certainly a few there, isn't there? <laughs> we'll leave it at that. So yeah. um, I got another question. When you're dealing with an operator and you're improving their conversion rate, what are some of the things that, that you find are substantial? Like, is it more the CTA button or is it sometimes like changing the welcome offer or the offer at all? Or do you find it, it could be like the menu? Is it all of these things? Or what's the most significant thing that an operator can do that's probably going to fix maybe 50% of this conversion problem they have? 
I think it's a mix. It's a mix of everything. CRO is very much um, people think, yeah, I'll do a bit of CRO. I'll see my conversion rate. But it's, it's constantly changing. And I think unless you are constantly testing, be that AB testing welcome offers, AB testing where the call to action is on the site, how big the call to action is, you're never going to get those consistent gains, which we want to be seeing here, which is why it's something that we'll offer as like a consultative service. Yes, you will use our software. You will see results. But that doesn't mean we need to just turn it on, leave it for the year, and then come to you in the 12 months after. I think we do need to be constantly changing and, and testing everything we do and making those little small incremental changes. Let's say the change the button from green to red, we see a little tiny uplift. Perfect. Now we need to change the size of the button. Let's change the text. Let's change where the welcome bonus is. I mean, my biggest bugbearer I think I've seen is the operators will have the welcome bonus. They will flash it at the top of the page. It's, just, it's not a sticky image. So once I scroll down, it's gone. And as a general member of the public, our attention span is shocking. So yeah. once I leave, I scroll down to see if I do want to play anything. It's out of sight, out of mind, which is one of the things that we do will we'll help highlight that if I go to leave, we'll highlight that welcome bonus again. But I think even having it on a sticky image and kind of scrolling down with the player, we're only going to be taken out not even a third of the site, a tiny bar at the top, but just consistently have it there so that they can see it. And do you also work with an operator with their landing pages for their affiliate program? So it's not the affiliate program itself, but the landing pages. Sometimes us as affiliates, we get special unique landing pages that could be subdomains, but they're custom landing pages that sometimes will have like, you know, the affiliates logo on it. So, um, I mean, some programs have a large number of landing pages. So do you work on like just the subset of, you know, the main website or do you go deeper onto all the pages, including uh, those affiliate landing pages? Yes, we do. Yeah, so we're aware of how, how big affiliates is in this industry. So we want to make sure that our, our technology can reflect that. So what we can do there is we can have personalized campaigns for certain affiliates. So if it's a streamer and they came off the streamer's site, we can make sure that if they are shown an overlay or a, or a gamification piece, we can have it branded up for that affiliate. So it's a, it's a Twitch streamer. Let's brand it up with Twitch. Let's brand it up with the streamer so that it's kind of one personalized and consistent flow for them. Um, one thing that I've heard from an SEO that told me that uh, sometimes the About Us page can actually be one of the most visited pages on a website. So we know for mm -hmm. a casino or a bookmaker operator, it's usually going to be the homepage. I mean, even if it's affiliate traffic, it's going to be going there. If they've done mm -hmm. any SEO work, it's going to be going to the homepage. But do you mm -hmm. find some of these other obscure pages are just as valuable and maybe pretty much overlooked and neglected? Oh. 100%. I think one of the biggest ones, especially with casinos, is the promotions page. Um, like you say, we, everyone wants to drive traffic to the home page because it's where all their call to actions are. It's where their offers are. I think the promotions page, if I'm going to be gambling with someone, or I'm going to be looking at placing a bet. Um, the first thing I am going to do is I'm going to see what promotions I can get for signing up. If we're not doing anything there, it's very much this, this and this or incredibly small writing with lots of terms and details. People don't have the attention span. I think we decide whether we're going to stay on a site within the first two seconds of us landing on that page. And if it's not a nice UI, like UX okay. journey, we're going, to, we're going to drop off and we're going to leave. That makes sense because, I mean, I've seen, you know, thousands of casino websites over the years. And sometimes when I go to the promotional pages, it's they'll have like the title of a bonus. They'll have some text, but they'll have a standard image. And it's kind of like copy and paste. Like, you know, the image yeah. itself I, I believe should be a bit more dynamic and CSS HTML rather than a static image. It's almost like they're using the old school um, playbook of like, okay, here's mm. a banner. And we know that banners often get blocked. And I'm wondering mm. if, uh, you know, if affiliate, if operators haven't really spent the time going, okay, if this is a really important page, it's uh, we're not really 
I, I haven't been wowed by a promotional page in a long time. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's like, as, as we said, I think it's one of the first is where you're going to land on the homepage and then you're going to go potentially there. If you've not signed up, you're going to have a look at what signups. I think operators certainly can be doing more. And even just testing, see what pages are most viewed on their sites and optimizing all of these pages accordingly instead of having that big focus on the homepage. And have you worked with any operators that will have, let's say, a subdomain uh, dedicated for an affiliate? And I'm just wondering, to me, it seems like that could be the most interesting opportunity for going, let's create 10 different templates and see which one converts the best. Like, have you had a chance to work with an operator that's a bit more dynamic in that regard? Because I think we know with a lot of operators, like the more budget they have, the more pages they can afford to do. Mm -hmm. And obviously, you know, maybe their tech stack doesn't get in the way of them doing any type of A-B split testing. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering if you've got that as one regard and A-B split testing as a means of kind of going, let's, let's see how we can keep pushing this uh, this narrative of conversion? Yeah, unfortunately not. No, that's something that I would love to do. I'd love to do something that I'm certainly going to bring as an idea to my operators is we'll, we'll maybe test all of our campaigns with them. We will run like different promotional bonuses for, for different geos. We'll have a like a social proof as opposed to a traditional welcome bonus. So if we can save them a bit of money on the uh, on the welcome bonus there, but it's not something I've actually dealt with where they've been like, right, we've got an affiliate. They send us lots of traffic. Let's change their landing pages but it's certainly something that i am going to mention and if i do get a case study i'll definitely fill you in on that as well john okay because uh we're very interested in stuff like that because in my experience having done affiliate manager uh role over the over mm -hmm. a long time a uh, long time ago it's uh, a lot of affiliates especially the ones that were earning a lot of money uh they always wanted those extra landing pages and the ones that were really good would actually say can you give me a better one it's very rare <laughs> that i found affiliates would actually be mindful it's kind of weird mm -hmm. that, you know, we were in this space and I think we chatted about this before where, um, you know, maybe I wanted to pick your brain because I think you said you've, you've had more experience on the e-commerce side. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I'm wondering, like, how much more advanced are they compared to what you see in the iGaming space? It's, it's, it's worlds apart. And I think it, it's crazy because there's so much more money in the iGaming space, especially for us as, as an operator compared to, say, a traditional retailer that, you, that you'd work with in, in one of my past roles. There's not as much as like, right, we need to be doing this. I mean, in, in the likes of e-commerce, you've got the likes of like AI search, you've got image search, video search. Everything's about making it as easy for your customer to get from landing on the site to buying something. Whereas I think here it is, it's almost like it's five, ten years behind the e-commerce industry. And there's lots more that we, that we can be doing as an industry to kind of progress that. And... I'm excited for it. I think we've came in at the right time where it's operators are now starting to take a look back and be like, right, we're doing well. What can we be doing to separate ourselves from this casino, separate ourselves from this competitor? And it's very much, instead of it being a race to the bottom for welcome bonuses, we're now looking at what else we can be doing as operators to bring that further, have better UX, better player journeys. And that's where things are going to get really interesting and we're going to start separating the kind of the top guys from, I think, like our year two tier three operators yeah no i fully agree i just think that even you know as in being on the field how many hours every week does your team spend checking all of your stats you know clicks signups ftds cpas earned revenue and commissions are you storing this data manually on spreadsheets surely there has to be a better way that's exactly what statsdrone is for save hours and focus on work that makes you more money and use the app to optimize your campaigns so you know where to send more traffic to. Oh, and other features? Discover nearly 900 iGaming affiliate programs, get account balances, 
save notes on all your deals, stay on top of trends of your own data, oh, and you can also store the data on your own server, and super fast onboarding. Visit www.statstrone.com and give the app a try for free. Side, I've never had an affiliate manager come to me and say, you know, you have five different tracking links you can use, like whether it's the homepage or a custom page. Mm -hmm. And no one's ever come to me and said, this is actually our best page. Or we've not only have a new design, but this one converts better. And if they say it converts better, they, they've not really tested it. They just kind of say it because... Um, I mean, what we get on the affiliate side over and over again, it's really horrible. It's like, we're the best converting <laughs> brand ever. I'm like, well, according to what you've said, you're one of a thousand best converting brands. And we know that's pretty much impossible. So I, I think you're right. I think there's going to be an interesting change where operators start spending more time on this. You know, mm -hmm. my belief is that conversion rate optimization should be as big of an industry as SEO. And I do mm -hmm. believe those two things go hand in hand, where if you improve your conversion rate, it's going to have the, the positive spinoffs of SEO, like a being able to rank better because if you like yeah. you said if you've got that user journey sorted out it's going to translate to more conversions and then mm -hmm. you know google's very mindful that when users go from google back to the website and if they end up going back to google they're like you didn't do something right whether it's mm -hmm. the content or whether it's your user journey not being good and i think uh, i think it's about time that you know we started uh, focusing more on the things that matter yeah, absolutely. And the beauty of it is if we can get our site converting better, all the different channels of marketing we're doing, we're going to be seeing a better ROI, more money to invest, more traffic, and then more profits. It's yeah. uh, simple enough, but it's, yeah, it's, it's frustrating that not enough people are focused on it right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe we should do another follow-up call because like, I, I'm shocked that you think it's uh, one or 2% of the, the industry is actually focusing on conversion rate optimization. So maybe we should catch up in like six or 12 months see what we've changed because I yeah. think it's really powerful that what you guys can do in helping an operator fix that conversion funnel very mm -hmm. quickly. I know on our site, we changed a couple of little things where we did a basic heat map test and we thought that we actually had a decent converting page and we're like, no, the heat map says it's not working. We made those changes and sometimes it's weird that you can actually make changes so quickly. So, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, in a perfect world, you'd be able to take every client and you'd be able to uh, optimize <laughs> the conversion in a single day. Maybe sometimes you can do that, but uh, I'd be excited to kind of catch up and go, let's see what kind of case studies you've experienced. And, you know, maybe yeah. there's an opportunity to have further chats and uh, see if we can kind of find ways of pushing this industry forward. Yeah, definitely not. Sounds good to me. It'd be quite, I'll be quite interested to see the data as well. So I think it's one, one to 2% for now. If I get back to you in six months, I'm like, right, 10% of the people I spoke to have got CRO, CRO teams involved. I'll be massively happy here because it'll make my job easier. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for, for being on. Uh, how can people find you? And tell us a bit more about iConvert. Yeah, no, thank you very much for having me. Um, easiest way to find me was probably LinkedIn, um, which would be Oliver Mitchell. You'll have probably seen me all over LinkedIn anyway, because I'm, I'm an avid sharer of, of anything and, and everything. Uh, iConvert itself, so kind of the way, we, the way we've set up is we'd have like an initial call, discuss where, where things are going wrong with, with the current site, where we can help. Um, from there, we, we're very happy to offer like a, a one month obligation proof of concept. Um, so it's almost like you can try it before you buy it, see what results you can generate for you guys. Um, and then from there, we can look at kind of a more in-depth commercial agreement. But for what we can do, um, like I said, we help operators increase registration flow, um, register FPDs. And we'll do that by enabling operators access to our dashboard reporting um, and, and software itself which will actively engage with people leaving your site. So they'll land on the site for a reason. You've spent that money to get them there. 
we will show them a either a personalised message, show them a gamification piece, be that a slot wheel or, or a scratch card, interact with them, highlight a welcome bonus or a more aggressive bonus, and then we can get them to uh, get them to give them a little gentle nudge over the line. Yeah, awesome. Uh, one month free. That's uh, I don't know how you could say no to that. Not free, but no obligation. So there's no heavy contract if you do not like it. Got it. No <laughs> obligation. It's kind of like you've got no reason to improve your conversion rate, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, the very worst case scenario, you'll go away with some additional registrations and deposits. Because yeah. if you do this for the operator, I mean, us affiliates, we're going to benefit. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's, the, that's the beauty of it is if we kind of get a better converting site, not only will they see the, the, the return, their agencies will see the return, their affiliates will see the return. And I know what affiliates are like. If you get a better return through one brand, you are going to drive your traffic there. Yeah, it speaks for itself. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you very much for having me, John. It's, it's been a pleasure.